0: Hello, everyone. Well, at the beginning of this Bachelorette episode, showrunners made sure Michelle beat it into our brains that next week is hometowns. If the tradition of the previous 17 seasons remains, quick math results in the astounding conclusion that four men will be standing at the end of this two-hour extravaganza and four losers will be sitting silently in the rejection SUV wondering where they went wrong. Some guy in Austin and I break it down for you. We answer serious questions such as Does a person's ability to churn butter make him a likely husband candidate? Would you wear your girlfriend's father's swim trunks if you were promised a hot makeout session in a hot tub after? And how do you impress a gaggle of fifth graders? Some guy thinks the answer to that question is sugar. I think the answer to that question is jokes. Then things really go off the rails and we laugh for way too long. Feel the freedom to hit that little fast forward button should the spirit lead you. It will not hurt my feelings. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise, and no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe, but thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 244 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with some guy in Austin. We both have our voices back for the most part. It's a very exciting morning.
1: Yeah, I, mine is still a little scratchy. I went to the doctor yesterday and uh, he gave me a precautionary prescription, say that three times in a row, um, <laughs> for an antibiotic. And I was instructed that if I'm still not 100% uh, in a few days to go ahead and, uh, and um, cash that in and start taking the antibiotics.
0: Okay, yours is lingering longer than mine did.
1: Yeah, I can't get rid of it. It's awful. And Mrs. Some Guy has now been afflicted. And oh, no. uh, of course, she blamed me. But I said, "No, listen. The person you really need to blame is Patient Zero, and that would be Lindsay Ray."
0: That's what happens when you podcast across the table from each other. You just that's right. Pass it on back and forth. I don't that's know right. who I blame it on.
1: So, regardless of our uh, health status, we need to be conscious of three things uh, over the next uh, couple of days. One would be what we're thankful for. Uh, and I'm sure you've got one of those question types baked into this podcast. I can't wait to answer. <laughs> number two is uh, kicking any sort of family feud down the road. In other words, any sort of family disagreement so we can all come together and be thankful. Okay. Uh, and then number three is thinking enough or drinking enough to uh, avoid any uh, current family feud that will linger over <laughs> to the following Thanksgiving. So. <laughs> Looking forward to all three of those things. And I'm very thankful as I sit here today. Well, that's wonderful. Look how mature you are. <laughs> Speaking of mature, <laughs> I'm not sure we have a mature bachelorette, according to one of our contestants.
0: Oh gosh, he is the worst. I kind of liked him at the beginning, but at the end, we had to have some sort of drama because she had she had gotten rid of all the drama. And so he had to say something silly like that. And even at the end when he's being escorted out the door, he's saying that she's not worth his time. What? Yeah,
1: that was a little That was like you're the oldest bat ever. You know, it was just one of those yeah. jabs that, But but um he um I didn't think that so here's my take on that. And I'm sure I'm jumping ahead to your neatly created out You really
0: are. Yeah. It's right but, here in my outline, but you go ahead and go to number 4.
1: <laughs> the de facto number one. Um, so I, I think he had, he was trying to make what I thought might be a valid point. Not that she didn't like have a valid concern about growing up in Minnesota and being the only, um, you know, the only person of color and, you know, and all that. I think his point was more that she seemed to be taking it out on all of them unfairly. He just said it completely the wrong way and then he got defensive and then it just went south. Yeah. He just didn't
0: he didn't he didn't think through, but I don't think Martin ever thinks through with in regard he doesn't know how to say it, just like you said. He doesn't know how to say it because even part of his defense was I don't think our communication is really good. I don't think she takes it the right way. She gets very defensive, and it's lost in communication every single time. Well, and I think that's
1: somewhat valid. Like I had a friend, this this guy I know, that lost literally like 180 pounds his senior year. He just got on a fitness program, and we all encouraged him. And you know, he did. He got skinny, and to this day, we talk occasionally. And you can't say anything even remotely about weight or anything whether it's innocuous or not without him getting really sensitive and so that that reminded me of that moment where it's like okay this is so ingrained in her mind and that issue was so ingrained in his that you have to tread lightly because it's something that's always going to be there but I don't know I, I just felt like Martin's point was that she just hadn't addressed that issue from her childhood, and it was unfair for them to be kind of persecuted with it, even though they're all mixed race, just like she is. So I don't know. It's it the whole. But if he hadn't used the word immature, immature. yeah, that's what I mean. It's just he did Mm -hmm. an awful job of saying, "Hey, let's talk about it."
0: (laughs) And you and I both know what kind of moron has that conversation with other bachelors. You immediately go and tell her, hey, right. hey!
1: Right, the week of hometowns, too. Or yeah, four hometowns. Yeah.
0: Boo. Well, let's start from the very beginning because yes, I do sorry. have some questions from you. For you, the first date is sort of a group date that's going to result in an individual date, and as you do, you invite a bunch of fifth graders. To come and spend some time with the guys to figure out who is best for Miss Young. These are her students. And they ask very, very important questions like, who has the worst breath? Who farts in front of Miss Young? Who can do a handstand? And th- it's very groundbreaking. telling
1: groundbreaking. Now, do you think these are the same four kids that came from the child acting pool that, mm-hmm. that <laughs> the first episode and that like Kamala Harris used in her, that one deal where, that was awful with the kids with the space program? I just think some, I just think they have like this pen of kids at, on the lot somewhere. Well, and they grab four or five at a time to be featured in these things.
0: I don't, in this case, I don't think that is true. Only because Michelle is an actual teacher. Now, are these her actual students? I don't know. But I feel like any classroom in today's America, you're going to find of the whole entire class, I mean, the whole entire grade of hundreds of kids, you'll find four or five or who are doing some sort of musical theater, acting, or something. And I think that's who they pull.
1: Fair enough. I, I think that um that vehicle was used, this is what, the third time they've used it now in two seasons? Yeah. It was mm-hmm. uh, the first time they did that on her, was it hometown or one-on-one where they did that video message?
0: Yes, was, on I her had, hometown.
1: It was a COVID hometown. So yeah, they beamed the kids in.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Beaming> them in. <laughs> <laughs> then, so...
0: It turned in. It turned into like Rodney. They really liked Rodney because he's funny. They asked him if he shaves his nipples, and he makes a handshake, little handshake with this dude. It was funny. And then Clayton comes in with pillows and sheets and says, "Who wants to build a fort?" And they all get excited. It it was pretty much between Clayton and Martin. Of the I'm sorry. It was pretty much between Clayton and Rodney on who the kids liked the best. Yeah. And even Martin, the one girl, just di- wasn't having it. Because he's trying to impress her with stories that are way over her head. And, you know, we went to this planetarium, and it was great, and I thought, and I knew. And she's halfway listening. She doesn't really care about him.
1: She's but like, i eight. I'm eight. What are you talking about? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know. But if, if, if it were you... And you were thrown into a mix of five fifth graders, and you knew the purpose was, I need to impress these people so I can get a one-on-one with Michelle, what would you have done?
1: I've got one word. Are you ready? I'm ready. Candy.
0: Okay. Candy. Yeah. Candy. You would have had the ABC in turn, run out, buy you a bag of real candy, not any of this generic crap.
1: No, I think candy. like full
0: size candy bars.
1: Well, that and then like the stuff that they order from the ice cream man, like that. What's this stuff? It's like a tube, plastic tube, full of like purple sugar. <laughs> What's that called? You know what I'm talking about? You just drink it. I
0: don't know. I'm thinking of a pixie stick. Hey, that's, hey, not-
1: that's it. Yeah, the pixie sticks. Okay. Have you seen the giant ones? <laughs> it's probably the size of your. It's as thick around as your thumb. Like a yardstick of sugar, three feet long. I mean, mean, you talk about winning a uh, contest, you give a kid one of those, and you're you got a friend for at least 30 minutes until it's it's, it's a little low and passes out in the corner. Okay, so
0: sugar is it? What if you had to use your talents? What would you do?
1: Um, oh, I don't have any talents. Um, no, I look. Um, no, I know exactly but, what you would do. You know, some people can relate to kids, some can't, but I, I think you you got to get down on their level. you got to talk about, you can't talk about planetariums and love, you no. got to talk about stuff they like, you know?
0: But I think you would tell jokes.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's what I mean, like kid jokes, you know? Yeah, I mean, dad you know,
0: jokes, yeah, kid jokes.
1: I wouldn't be telling any, you know, I don't know, Voltaire walks into a, you know, a Renaissance bar and... You gotta know your audience is what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> so what would your what would your joke be if you had to tell the kid I, right you're,
1: now? You're putting me on the spot. Um, uh, hey, you told me
0: once upon a time you always have to have a joke ready no, to go no, when no, people no, ask you. I don't
1: have a joke for fifth graders. I mean, that's the
0: I do. It's the one you told me, and I always enough. have it ready. Are you ready? Yeah. What kind of
1: socks do pirates wear? I don't know what kind of socks do pirates wear.
0: Argyle.
1: <laughs> did I tell you that? So- you
0: did. Because <laughs> <laughs> you said you always, you said you always have to be ready with a joke when somebody asks you. You have to be ready. Well, you- and I said you always have to be ready with a stupid human trick.
1: That's true. But now listen, um, I, I do, I do. You know, I have uh, holiday jokes that are inappropriate. Um, yeah, I do. <laughs> Let me go ahead and tell my Thanksgiving joke and you can just push the button. (laughs) How do you get a pilgrim pregnant?
0: How do you get, I don't know. How do you get a pilgrim pregnant?
1: And I, the good thing about that joke is that you can make it apply to an elf in a few weeks. <laughs> a You're... cupid. All right. Uh, uh, a leprechaun. A leprechaun. <laughs> exactly. Just keep going. And, Not
0: uh... the Easter bunny. That's me. <laughs>
1: <Well, laughs> that's also legal, I think. <laughs> Now, Lindsay, based on this, pretend you're eight years old. Am I going on that date?
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You use the Argyle joke you're in. The others, they're locking you up and keeping (laughs) you in another room and children
1: leave. (laughs) They might might give me some kind of test if I told (sighs) them.
0: Oh, God, my stomach hurts. Um, Okay. Clayton is chosen. Which is great, because we're all thinking, finally, we're going to get some airtime with Clayton to see why this guy has been chosen as the next Bachelor.
1: Right. Didn't you feel a little bit deflated, though? Because we knew what was going to happen.
0: Oh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. But here's where I felt deflated. It's like the whole date goes by. (laughs) And you can tell Michelle does not like him. And we know that he's not going to get the rose. He's going to be the chump that's sent home during a one-on-one, which is super-duper sad because they always pick up that rose and wave it in their face. And then they put it back down on the little thing. And he has sent home. Where I was deflated was I thought we had a whole one-on-one with him. And I still don't know why he was chosen as the bachelor. It was was boring. We learned nothing then. The next morning, we see Clayton in his room with some of the little children, and you're thinking, what? And they have handwritten letters for him. Mm -hmm. And all are very sad that he, Miss Young, did not give him a rose. And these little letters are encouraging him and saying, you're the best, you're funny, you have big muscles, you're going to find somebody, and the dude breaks down. Yeah,
1: he's sensitive.
0: And that is our bachelor reel right there. Well, it's the tryout that, reel.
1: No, then he says something like, and I think that I think the uh, the coup de grace was something like, I haven't cried in years, and this just <laughs> re- reinforces that I want kids one day.
0: Just want kids one day. And
1: there were I just there want were, it. Yeah, and there were women across the country whose you know follicles started popping right <laughs> at that moment. They went online and filled out an application to be the next. <laughs> Too bad
0: his season is already filming. They no, were I, I'm I'm being,
1: being I do. I do. I know what
0: you're saying, but that's the, uh, there it is right there. Oh, look, he's a big sensitive guy who wants nothing more than to get married and have but, kids, but do you think, he was like, moved.
1: But do you think so that the whole storyline might have been? Look, we're just going to have her. She clearly, by the way, Michelle is not good at faking anything.
0: No, she's nope, not, nope, nope. has zero player. poker face. Mm. That's
1: right. Oh, that, that's a good joke. So, um, how do you um, how do you wake up Lady Gaga? I don't know. How do you wake up Lady Gaga? You poker face. <laughs> That's a good.
0: You joke. you have another Lady Gaga joke, don't you?
1: Yeah. Uh, how does How does uh, Lady Gaga eat her steak? I don't know.
0: How does Lady Gaga eat her steak?
1: Raw, 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 raw. Those are my two Lady Gaga jokes. They're <laughs> both ten years old. <laughs> Not unlike the four kids that wrote Clayton letters. <laughs> So here, here's what I think. Tell me. I think I think the plan was, look, we got to pick a new Bachelor. Clayton seems good enough. Let's just send the guy, you know, dead man walking. Let's just send him on the dead man walking date. You know, he goes, they're going to have a fake time and she's going to break his heart and then he'll be the next Bachelor. And then it's much like when, uh, when they have to reshoot a movie because the audience says like, oh, there's not enough sex scenes in it or there's not a good yeah. one. I think that they just invented that in the last minute, because the reel they had wasn't good on the guy.
0: I I I know. He just didn't. Mm. He's, a, he's and just a, it makes, a
1: very nice guy. He's just completely regular, you know?
0: Yeah, he makes me a little bit nervous about his season. But you and I always say, though, a bachelor season is better because the women no, they surround fun. him with. So he doesn't even have to be dynamic or charismatic. They're going to surround him by crazies.
1: And I don't see him as a line in the sand kind of guy. I don't know how he'd react to some of the drama that's inevitably going to occur during his mm-hmm. season. we will have to see. Yeah. Look, I don't... He seems... There's nothing I've seen from that guy that doesn't say he's just a nice, decent guy. I just think he, he's not very dynamic.
0: Yeah, I get it. Well, we go on group date after that and everybody goes to the farm. <sighs> and Michelle feels, <laughs> Michelle feels like... It is super-duper appropriate to pick your husband based on if he can milk a cow, nurture baby cows, or churn yeah, butter or shovel manure all day long.
1: Yeah, so not- who
0: do you think of all the guys there did the best job?
1: Um, I don't know. Uh, Martin milked the cows well.
0: No, he didn't. Martin was the one who was complaining that milk was getting on his hands. Oh,
1: wow, okay. I don't know. Yeah. I, you know. Joe, maybe?
0: Joe actually did do the best part, and we yeah. later learned that he, I mean, like his grandparents, owned a farm or something, so right. it wasn't the first time to milk a cow, it wasn't his first time nice. to hang out and feed baby calves a little bottle. Joe
1: is getting nothing but softballs this season. I mean, he's That's very he play, true. Hey, play basketball, hey, go to Minnesota, your hometown, hey, come to a farm and do what you've done your whole life. I mean, how does this guy not yep. win?
0: I don't know, I don't know. It's very interesting to see her reaction with him because they, Joe is so mellow that I'm wondering if he's now reached the point where he's so safe. He's just good at it all. And, but he's, but he's, he's so mellow even around her.
1: And I feel like
0: Nate at least has some sort of edge to him. And Rodney's the funny guy. And for some reason she thinks Brandon is, awesome and then you know you've got the others and who cares well,
1: about them let's put brandon aside for a second here's what i think tell Tent me to have joe and nate so joe may have low blood pressure we might want to check that this is just i mean you could pop out of the closet in a freaking you know yeah mm-hmm. it, it just, yeah he wouldn't budge so I think that's the difference. I think she really likes Joe, but I think Nate is has enough of a personality and he's outgoing mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Plus, he, he saved the no one has ever met my dad line. Yes. Which is very smart of him to do if it wasn't on purpose and it was unintentionally smart. But I think he said that he, like his dad said, I don't want to meet anyone or something weird like that. And then he said, well, look, I've never, ever felt like introducing anyone to my dad, but you're it. So that mm-hmm. was, I think she melted right there.
0: I think she did too. And and, and she probably wonders, does Joe like me or are we just have a whole right. bunch in common?
1: Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's the difference is Nate's personality is going to get yeah. him there. That's my theory. So the, the funny thing now is um, it's no longer I'm falling for you, by the way. It's... Mm. Um, I feel very strongly about you yes that's the new euphemism
0: there you go and we don't have any ubiquitous scarves or statement necklaces or anything but she did wear did you see the carabiner dress that she had on at the cocktail I, party I
1: did see that but she definitely you know we had uh, we had uh, referenced uh, a build-a-bear quite a bit last episode <laughs> and um, she looked like at the farm she sort of had a she did
0: she Uh, did have on a -A a build-a-bear outfit and by golly if she can't pull it off
1: yeah no look her inseam has to be like (laughs) an inch (laughs) the longest freaking legs i've ever seen and she looks fantastic in in the little build-a-bear outfit but um it's gotta be like do you think her femur is longer than the bottom part of her leg? I think so. She's just, she's got a very athletic build and she's just got legs for days. She looks great. I thought she looked really good. But I was, it, it did concern me that the, the, just the, you know, the middle-aged farmer white guy that they put next to her, um, <laughs> those two didn't really match, you know, like, <laughs> the guy in some overalls and a hat, maybe her and some kind of, yeah. you know.
0: He was nice enough to take him on a hayride at the end.
1: Yeah, why not? Have you ever been on, of course you've been on a hayride. Oh, yeah. Most miserable thing in the world. It's terrible. I hate it. I just hate that. I'm allergic to hay. Me too. One. And then, um, you know, it, it pokes it, you. It smells weird. It pokes you. Um, And then once you're done with your hot cocoa, that's pretty much it.
0: <laughs> that's true. It's very true. Might as well just go around in the convertible. It's the same thing. Yeah. But a it. lot more comfortable.
1: Exactly.
0: She has the cocktail party finally. As we mentioned before, this is when Martin goes home because uh, Ludeme he tattles on him and says, he thinks you're immature for not dealing with your past and blaming it on us. And Martin is sent home and Nate is the one who gets that date rose, which means <laughs> Nate is in for hometowns.
1: Yes, but I've got a question for you before we go to hometowns. Mm-hmm. Do you think Martin's uh, conduct was a self-sabotage? When? when when he talked to Olu and said what he said do you think he was just like um
0: it was either self sabotage or it was producer
1: driven yeah i agree with that i think he's yeah,
0: not that dumb
1: i don't know but uh. fair enough, you're less cynical than i am
0: <laughs> so he goes home then that means that Nate is the first one to get through to hometowns and all we have left is Brandon's one on one And this was also contrived as well. She takes him to her parents' house, but don't worry, they're not here. So she goes around, looks at the pictures, yay. Then they get to her bedroom, and then she says, would you like to take a dip in the pool? You can wear my dad's swim trunks. How do you feel about that?
1: Weird, super weird.
0: (laughs) I think so too. You
1: know, look, I think to me, if I'm a dad coming home with my daughter in the hot tub, I think I'd rather see a guy in his underwear than in my clothes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Two things. Would you freak out if somebody borrowed? Who could borrow your trunks? Your brother? No. That would
1: be. <laughs> I would- I would- I would- your
0: best friend, Ted?
1: No, I- Yeah. I-, I, don't- I don't have a thing about borrowing clothes. That's not a thing for me. Just okay. Food. Food is the big thing. We've talked about this ad nauseum.
0: Yes. Do not touch your food. I've, I've, yes. Yeah. Don't touch your food or your drink. Mine. That's right. Mine. It's mine. Get your That's own. Right.
1: Food. right.
0: Can you touch my food?
1: No, I would never do that. It's rude.
0: But I would, if I invited you to, oh my goodness, these truffle french fries are so good. Would you like one?
1: Um, no, thanks, Lindsay, but I'm glad you ordered. <laughs> Them and you enjoy them. That's why you ordered them because you wanted them. And, but look,
0: I am being gracious and letting you have part of the experience as well.
1: Listen, I'm going to invite any twins on this listening to this podcast to message you about the sharing thing. I, you know, you share everything, including an identity, for the better part of your. Well all, all through your childhood and then depending on your adult circumstances maybe even into adulthood, I'm just done sharing.
0: yeah, I think that's fine. you shared a womb for a very long time That's right That's good you're done you've you've done your part of sharing right. in this world yeah would you share money with me?
1: for a reasonable reason <laughs> That was like a
0: very long pause. I leave, need a quarter to call someone who cares.
1: Yeah, I, would, I, I would, only
0: have fifty dollar bills, Lindsay. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: which is, what's really funny is I have two fifty dollars in the world. <laughs> no one carries fifties. No, You're no, weird. Everyone in my geo- that goes to the Wells Fargo Bank in <laughs> Far West does because the cash machines give out twenties and fifties, and I always I go uh, every time every Friday. I go and I get $300 cash. Why? Because that's my carrying around money. Good Lord. Never know when you're going to have to grease a bouncer.
0: (laughs) Here, I have a question for you that you can answer. I'm about to get personal Uh and I'm sorry if you don't want people to know this, but you are not a hairy person.
1: No, I don't have, like, people will ask me, have asked me, do you shave your arms or whatever? No, I I can't grow yeah. a beard. I do have facial hair, but it's, you know, it's... Patchy. Well, I wouldn't say patchy. It's just, like, it's, it's scraggly. It doesn't fill in. Um, so
0: this is my point. Why did Brandon have a prepubescent mustache-looking thing and it wasn't filled in? You, as a person who are hairless... Don't you just shave that? You just you just opt to not have it, right?
1: Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. So like, like I can't, not until I was in my late 20s did I have to shave every day. And um, now I don't shave every day, but uh, I wouldn't walk around with a 15-year-old's hair. Yeah, yeah, that
0: just makes him look younger than he is
1: no and it just makes him look lazy too like okay you put Mm -hmm. the blue shirt on and all that whatever he had on and you did the hair but you can't just grab a razor real quick and trim up the Mm -hmm. because you have to anticipate now i've never kissed a man with a mustache okay never kissed a man for that matter but um okay I, i i would imagine that it's less pleasant than kissing someone who's shaved right Unless you got some kind of weird fetish thing, but that's a whole internet thing we don't even need to go into. Yeah.
0: Don't Google that. Don't right. Google that.
1: My, my so point he, is, is that he has to anticipate that when he's getting ready for the date and he's exactly. not enough to, you know, shave his freaking staff. I mean,
0: there was one whole side on his right lip that was, that was bare skin.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have a big TV. And we have HD TV, and I paused it yeah. for everyone to comment. Were that you... bothers me. Just and maybe he's trying to look older with his halfway scruff, but it wasn't a good look, in my opinion.
1: Did you know that I'm in the market for a new TV?
0: Oh, Black Friday.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. I, I refuse to go to. I'm actually going to be out of town, but um, I refuse to go to anything on Black Friday.
0: Oh. Mm-hmm. Just, well everybody's Black yeah. Friday like started yesterday. So
1: but I did actually did go to Best Buy. Um this is some guy's birthdays today, as a matter of fact.
0: Yes, I've already texted her.
1: Oh good. And um so uh she she has a tendency because she's like, you know, doesn't like a lot of shows I watch. And so while she's on the couch waiting for me to finish a show so she can watch, you know, whatever we watch mutually together, like uh Yellowstone, for instance. Mm-hmm. She has this unbelievably annoying habit of going on whatever Instagram or TikTok or whatever she's on and watching videos. Hmm. And it drives me insane because I can hear, and I'm like, would you go in the other room and turn that down? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just, this is really funny video of this lady I follow. And she fell down while she was doing her, uh, camp gladiator workout. (laughs) And I'm like, Oh, that sounds fascinating. Um, so anyway, I bought her some ear pods Mm. Um, so now she can sit next to me in total silence and I don't have to be bothered. So that was really more of a gift for me. But the point is, oh, and I got her some others like spa stuff and things like that. So Nice. Um, and then um, um, I told you I made some chocolate chip pancakes this morning. Yes. Yeah. Delicious. And some bacon. And, um, and then we are uh, headed out of town uh, to a, a ranch uh, on 625 acres with a three bedroom house.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Solitude.
1: Yeah, no, it's terrifying.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of gifts, Brandon gives Michelle a little bracelet that's special because his mom gave it to him and she said... If you fall in love with Michelle, then give her the bracelet and we will accept her just like we love you. And he gave it to her. So is that a material way to say I love you without having to verbally say I love you?
1: I suppose, but it's just, I don't know. Whenever they do that, I always feel bad because I'm like, you know, odds are this is never going to work. And then, you know, you're risking your family heirloom.
0: I think he's top two. Brandon? Brandon and Nate. Yep, she likes him. Unless they're just trying to trick us with Joe.
1: I'm gonna go Nate and Joe.
0: <sighs> I don't know. I, I do know it has to be Joe, Brandon, Nate as the top three.
1: Yeah, I think Rodney. Yeah, Rodney gets in home. This is my my prediction. Rodney gets in home, but I think Brand is gonna get his heart broken. Because oh he, heavens,
0: yes. In. This is the first girl he's ever loved before.
1: He's all in.
0: He is all in.
1: He's, he's, mm. he's in as thick as his mustache.
0: <laughs> That's not very all in. <laughs> he's in as thick as Michelle's thigh. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, we, say, we said that um, Aludame, Rick, they go home at the rose ceremony. So we are down to Rodney, Brandon, Nate, and Joe. And so next week's our hometowns. And I don't know, do they actually go to the hometown or do they doing that weird, we're having hometowns here as if you were, you know, how they don't really go to the hometown. They pretend.
1: I think you're looking at a mixed hometown because I think they'll go, but there's, they may be people that are either unvaccinated or whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: Because Joe is in his hometown, so he can actually
1: go. Look, we're in, you know. Wait, Wait,
0: wait. I do think that somebody told me they saw Nate and Michelle in Austin. Really? Yeah, and it shows him like paddleboarding her on water. So where would that be?
1: Probably Town Lake, or well, Ladybird Lake, it's called now. But yeah, that's yeah. The, the, the runs through through the middle of town here. So okay, there's two, there's two paddle centers: one on the north side of the lake, one on the south side of the lake. And um, well, you'll
0: have to tell us where they go. And if he chooses, you think he's going to go to the Broken Spoke?
1: No, went <laughs> there last night, as a matter of fact.
0: Oh, fun! Um, I saw that Nate had a thigh tattoo.
1: Yeah, I, I've seen that. So I think where are they going, Austin? God, who knows? There's so much. The city is totally unrecognizable. Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't know where they would go. I don't, and I don't know what part of town he lives in or whatever. So I, I think they'll probably do. So they have to do some fun outdoorsy thing that features the city.
0: absolutely. Yes, uh, and they have to do some sort of live music.
1: Right, and then my other suspicion would be if they're going to do something ABC sponsored, maybe they go out to Coda, which is the um, Circuit of the Americas, the big racetrack.
0: Oh yeah, maybe
1: drive cars or something. Who knows? That's a fun thing to do, but um, you know, prohibitively expensive if you're filming Mm -hmm. late days. So maybe true.
0: And they already did that car thing with Martin. Oh, yeah. Where, yeah, so they may not repeat that. But anyway, I thought it was a good episode. She's down to the riffraff. We know for a fact that whoever gets kicked off from now is going to be big-time emotional, I believe, on both sides.
1: Yeah. I think, she's
0: going to be upset, and they are going to be upset.
1: Yeah, everybody's all in. The, I just get, and you and I have disagreed about this because maybe it's she's just introverted or she's just not good at this TV thing. But I think for the first time in a long time, I think the guys are more in than she is. Mm-hmm.
0: No, she's just guarded.
1: Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um,
0: we also have some news about people who are no longer all in. Would you That's like to break the news to the listeners?
1: Tragic news. Sad um, I want to give everybody a moment to, to sit mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Tasha and Zach have decided to spend some time apart.
0: What this is brand new information. Yeah,
1: so uh, he ran the New York City Marathon, and they were some Instagramy, all happy pictures mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. Uh, and now they've they've issued the standard: we love each other, and you know we wish nothing but the best. But we're taking some time and spending mm-hmm. some time apart. So the word breakup was not used, but I think it was used indirectly. Sure.
0: Do you think that she has eyes for someone on Michelle's season or Katie's
1: season? I, look, I don't, I have no information otherwise, but that wouldn't shock me. I mean, she's me an attractive either. woman um, and she's around with a lot of spare time, you know, 25 mm-hmm. people. Year. So it's not inconceivable that, uh, you know, I hate the word that you use any form of the word conceive in this context, but. <laughs> it's not inconceivable that she could you know wink at somebody across the room
0: poker face
1: poker i hardly know her
0: Hey, thank y'all for listening. And a huge shout out to last night's game for creating a bachelorette bracket for us. We've still got Ashana, Liz, and Helen in our top three spots of the scoreboard. If you haven't joined us yet, uh it's not too late. Check out the show notes for links. It's super fun. If you'd like to read a recap of episode six of Michelle's season, head on over to IHateGreenBeans.com for years and years and years of content. And remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsey on Twitter and at Lindsey Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there until we're together again. Love you, mean it. Texas forever.
1: (laughs) Bob, bab, 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 bab,
0: bab, 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 bab,